Well, the Phillies got the brooms out today. Good night, everybody. Welcome to Phillies Hats to Media Cherry Cap. In this afternoon's game between the Phillies and the Washington Nationals, as the Phillies defeat the Nationals by a final score of seven to five, as they sweep out this three-game series, are now thirteen and two against this Nationals team this season. I mean, this is just a terrible Nationals team. Of course, it was a one of five start. Uh, and, of course, we have that long, long rain delay. It was the longest rain delay for the Phillies since 2006. Now, guys, before we get into this video, please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please share your bell. Please like this video. Comment on this video. Share this video. And let's get into this. Uh, so it was worth the wait. I, th I think everybody, I think everybody knows. I think it was worth the wait. Uh, so the Phillies now 16 games above that 500 mark, uh, as we are now in a game and a half up over the San Diego Padres. And I talk about taking care of business, and I talk about taking advantage uh, of uh, other rivals who are also in a playoff race with you. Uh, and uh, we certainly did that this weekend, right? The San Diego Padres once again playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. They lose two out of three, uh, and uh, you sweep out this. Washington Nationals team. Uh, so you took care of business and uh, look, go take a look at the standings. A game and a half ahead of these guys. Uh, so that's what happens when you take advantage. Uh, so we definitely have a much easier schedule than uh, the Padres do to finish out the season. I believe they had to play the Dodgers three more times. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, but, of course, uh, we do have to play the Braves seven more times, which is certainly not going to be easy, right? I mean, I would pretty much put them right up there with the Mets. I mean, how could you not? Uh, of course, they do trail the first place spot in the National League East by one and a half games. Uh, but, I mean, it's just so tight. I think it's just going to go down to that final series of the year, if you want my opinion. As we of the scoring summary here on the bottom of the first inning, this feels like ages ago as Bryce Harper doubles on a sharp line drive to center field off of Andy Ball Sanchez. Reese Hoskins hustles home and scores. Uh, that was Bryce's 25th double of the season, and it's 1-0 Philadelphia. Uh, so Bryce Harper with another extra base hit. Of course, he did go deep yesterday off of his former Las Vegas teammate and former team of the Nationals, Eric Fetty, uh, and uh, he gets Another extra base hit right here to help that OPS. Uh, now we pick it up here in the top of the third inning uh, as the game did resume at this point. Uh, as uh, Luke Voigt doubles on a fly ball to right field the other way, uh, and Vargas crosses the plate. That was Voigt's 20th double of the season, and the Nationals now tie it at one. Uh, I was befuddled. I was absolutely befuddled. Of course, Chris Sanchez was optioned uh, after his horrible appearance today. Uh, I mean, he, of course, he did settle down a little bit, but I mean, this guy, he, he ain't it. Uh, I think it's fair to say. Of course, he did have that uh, one good start against the Nationals before. Uh, and the second, you know, appearance against the Nationals wasn't one to remember. That is for sure. But open base at first base, but you're going to pitch to Luke Voigt, who's one of the best hitters on this really, really bad Nationals team. I mean, who else in the lineup scares you? Of course, you got, you know, Joey Meninis, you know, coming over from the San Diego Padres in the uh, Juan Soto trade. He certainly beat up on us in this series. And you got Nelson Cruz hitting behind Luke Voigt, a guy that has done nothing pretty much all year. I mean, he's 42 years old. I mean, he's just at the end of his career. Career. Uh, he's had one heck of a career. Of course, he has 459 career home runs. Uh, but uh, anyway, th that's not the point. I mean, the point is, is that he's not having a good season, and you could have just intentionally locked Luke Voigt uh, and just pitched Nelson Cruz, who had many opportunities to do damage with runner scoring position in this series and did not come through. But yet, you decided to pitch to Luke Voigt, and look what happened. I, I am befuddled by that move, and it cost us a run. Uh, and uh, who knows? Maybe Nelson Cruz would have hit a three-run run. Maybe he would have hit an RBI single. Who knows? Uh, 
but uh, I would have walked Luke Voigt right there. Uh, we don't do that enough. I mean, uh, you, still, you go take a look. We just continue to pitch the guys to absolutely kill us. We just give them pitches right down the middle part of the plate. Let me pick it up here in uh, the top of the fourth inning. Cesar Hernandez singles on a sharp ground ball to left field. Alex Call comes around to score, and it's now 2-1 to one Washington. So Cesar Hernandez does it to his former team uh, to give the Nationals a 2-1 to one lead. And after what I saw there in the top of the third inning, wasn't really feeling too confident going into the top of the fourth inning, I'll be honest with you. Uh, so uh, the Nationals get another one, and then we pick it up here in the same inning. Uh, Manuel Vargas singles on a ground ball to right field. T.J. Abrams comes around to score, and it's just now 3-1 Nats. Uh, so the Nationals now get another one, now lead by two. I feel like in this inning, the Nationals were just putting their bats out there and just seeing where the ball went. They were just trying to make contact. Uh, so, uh, of course, it worked out for him. Uh, then we pick it up here in the same inning, the Philly killer. I mean, my gosh. Uh, of course, uh, you know, the Juan Soto trade certainly was a big one. Of course, they got C.J. Abrams, uh, who's an absolute stud in this series, uh, making a lot of good defensive plays, excellent defensive plays. I mean, that guy is so athletic, and I think he's going to be really, really good. Of course, they got Mackenzie Gore. Of course, they got Joey Menesis as well. Uh, of course, he is 30 years old. I mean, that's one thing about him. And of course, he made his major league debut this year with the Nats, uh, and he's 30 years of age, uh, which is certainly interesting. But my, oh my, he killed us in the series as he singles on a ground ball to left field, uh, and Cesar Hernandez crosses the plate, and it's now a 4-1 to one Nationals lead. Uh, so they have a three-run lead over the Phillies, and I'm like, oh boy. Uh, we sit around during this rain delay. Uh, of course, uh, for those that you know also follow other sports in this city, of course, the Eagles did defeat the Lions today, so I guess uh, some people had something to watch. Uh, I'm sure most people were tuning into that game since, of course, football is the most popular sport. Uh, but so you think, like, we, you know, still, we waited around in this long rain delay. Of course, it was the longest rain delay that the Phillies have had since 2006. Ryan Howard's MVP season. Think about that for a second. I mean, it's been that long. Uh, so Ryan Howard's MVP season's magical season of hitting 58 home runs. Uh, that is how long it has been. I mean, this was just absolutely crazy. But maybe they would move the game to tomorrow simply because both the Nationals and Phillies have an off day tomorrow. But uh, Rob Thompson said we do not want to do that. I was I was perfectly okay with that. Of course, I wanted to get this game in. Uh, so we're already down 4-1. to one. I was, I, I, oh my gosh, I, I was just not feeling, feeling too good here. I mean, Christopher Sanchez, you are absolutely terrible. Of course, he was options after the game, as I said, luckily. And then we pick it up here in the bottom of the fifth inning. We needed this one. This is a huge one as Reese Hoskins homers on a fly ball to right field. A three-run shot that also scores Matt Fueling and Kyle Schwarber. And the Phillies now tie it at four. Just what the doctor orders. 28 home runs now for Reese Hoskins on a year too shy of 30. I think he's going to have it. Of course, in you know 2019, he was stuck on 29 for a while. Uh, he could have easily had 30 to finish out that season, and he didn't. Uh, so he's hit 30 once in his career, and that was in 2018. 34 home runs that year. Uh, he would have probably had it in 2020 if that was a full season. He would have had it last year if he wouldn't have been injured uh, in late August. Uh, then we pick it up here in the top of the sixth inning. Joey Menaces does it again as he hits the second place fly out to right field. That ball was definitely hit hard uh, as uh, Panita comes around to score and Washington now retakes the lead. Now he find the four ball game. This guy absolutely killed us. Uh, you got Juan Soto, a guy that just ripped the heart out of the Phillies every time he played him. And now it seems like a guy that uh, one of the guys he was traded for has kind of taken his spot. Uh, this guy was a thorn in the Phillies' backside in this series. Let me pick it up here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Reese Hoskins does it again as he hits a sack vice fly out to right field. Brandon Marsh comes around to score. And the Phillies now once again tie it at five. And it seems like the ball was really flying today. Uh, you know, a lot of balls, they really didn't seem like they were really hit too hard, but they were just jumping. 
They were really jumping, so we got ourselves a brand new ball game at five. Then we pick it up here in the bottom of the seventh inning off of Kyle Finnegan. Alec Bohm, uh, homers on a fly ball to right field. Uh, what a swing. What a swing that was. I did not think that ball was going to go out right off the bat, uh, but it just kept carrying and carrying and carrying. I mean, very humid. Very, very humid today uh, in the Philadelphia area. Uh, so that really helped us in this one. A two-run shot us. The scores were Muto. Bohm's 11th homer of the season. It's now a 7-5 ball game, and that would be your final. Final seven to five Phillies as they sweep out this Washington Nationals team. Uh, so how about that? Kyle Schorber out of the leadoff spot uh, collects a single and also scores one of the Phillies' seven runs. And he also was able to draw a walk. He also went down and strikes once as well. And a really big spot. First and third, nobody out. He's just trying way too hard. I mean, you saw the frustration. He like slammed his helmet into the locker. Good. You should be frustrated. I mean, you got to get the job done right there. He's just incapable of winning the ball and play in those kind of situations. And I'm still not happy with him in the leadoff spot. I'm still not really happy with him in the leadoff spot. And Reese Hoskins, a uh, pretty good day-to-day, -day, uh, collecting two knocks. Uh, of course, uh, one being a single and one being the uh, three-run home run. Four RBIs now for Reese. Of course, also collects the sacrifice fly, also drawing a walk. Uh, so uh, he's starting to play much better baseball. You know, I mean, granted, he is going against uh, this Nationals team. He always has seemed to really do well against this Nationals team. 71 RBIs now in the season to go along with an 815 OPS. Uh, 252 average. I mean, that's what he's going to do. I always said Reese Hoskins. I don't really care so much about batting average, but I said if Reese Hoskins can just hit around 250, I'm perfectly okay with that. And uh, Bryce Harper, one knock this afternoon. Of course, it was the RBI double to center field. It hit off of the wall. Uh, and, uh, of course, Reese Hoskins hustled home and scored on that one, luckily, to collect uh, Harper and RBI. And also was able to draw a walk, and he did go down and strikes once. I mean, he should have been on first on the drop third strike. Uh, he, I don't know what in the world happened there. First of all, I thought he fouled off the ball. I thought I heard a little noise, but I think the noise I heard was the ball hitting the dirt. Uh, and he hesitated. I don't think he thought that he caught it behind home plate, and he just kind of stood there, and then he took off. I mean, he really did run full speed, but it just was too late at that point. Uh, but he should have been on first base with a drop third strike if he just would have run uh, right off the bat, and he didn't. Uh, and uh, JT Muto, uh, two knocks this afternoon back in the lineup after having last night off. He collects uh, two singles in this one, also draws a walk, uh, 276 average. As it talked, I don't really pay too much attention to average, but imagine if you could hit around like 280 this year. I mean, the OPS is well above the 800 mark. Uh, this guy is just really, really something. He's really turned the season around in a big way. 813 OPS for JT. And Album only one hit was a big one. The two-run home run to right field. That was a classic Outboom swing, took the ball the other way with power, with authority. Uh, I always said the Outboom lacks torque, uh, but it seems like, I mean, you know, especially this season we've seen, it's been a lot better. Uh, in a lot of ways. And Bryson Stoddy hit us to Florence where he was able to draw a walk. Nick Maytime gets to start at second as Gene Segura gets the day off. As he goes hitless, but he was able to draw a walk. Also goes down, strikes once as well. Uh, and uh, Brandon Marsh uh, gets to start out in center uh, and uh, collects a single as well. Uh, and uh, Matt Feeling gets to start out in right uh, and collects a double his ninth of the season, uh, also collecting a single today as well. The offense certainly did their job. Ten hits, six walks as a team I mean, we still are leaving a good amount of runners to score in position, uh, but, the, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and uh, Aaron Nola, two innings, two hits, uh, didn't allow any runs, and uh, didn't walk anybody and struck out two. Uh, so Rob Thompson, who was kind of rolling the dice a little bit. I mean, if I was a manager, I mean, I don't know if I would have started uh, Aaron Nola here. If you all remember last year against the Los Angeles Dodgers, Kyle Gibson was supposed to make his scheduled start, uh, and I was at this game. 
I can't remember the exact date. It was sometime in August when the Dodgers were at Citizens Bank Park last year. Uh, and uh, Joe Girardi uh, did not start Kyle Gibson. There was bad weather in the Philadelphia area. Uh, and uh, sure enough, uh, you know, right around the second or third inning, uh, you know, the bad weather came in and the game was in rain delay probably for at least 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, and uh, when the tarp came off the field, Kyle Gibson was brought in the game. Uh, so I mean, that's honestly the smarter way to do it. Uh, so, I mean, that was a very, very smart move by then-manager Joe Girardi. For obvious reasons, if he just would have used him uh, right out the bat in the first inning, uh, then he wouldn't have been able to come back out. And uh, Aaron Nola, I mean, I think he really would have had a good start today. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, the rain shortened that start. When we were down 4-1, I, I thought we lost this game. I'm thinking, like, here we go. Here we go. We waited all this time to watch this. Uh, and uh, Chris Sanchez, re-inning, seven hits, four runs, all four earned, one walk, and two strikeouts. My reaction, thumbs down. I mean, seven hits against these guys? I'm sorry. I mean, that's just, that, that can't happen. I'm sorry. That is why he was optioned back down to AAA. And, of course, Zach Eflin back with the fills. Uh, and uh, Nick Nelson, inning, two hits, uh, one run, run was earned, one walk. Uh, yeah, 4-6-2 ERA. He got the job done. And Jose Alvarado, it's just like it's just a daily occurrence with this guy. Every time he comes in, a 1-2-3, top of the seventh inning. Uh, so this guy has just been one of the best uh, guys coming out of this bullpen. You never, ever, ever hear about it. And uh, this is coming from the guy that doesn't, really doesn't love Jose Alvarado, but I've certainly loved what he's done over the last few months. Uh, and uh, Sandy Dominguez, welcome back. A, a scoreless top of the eighth inning, striking out one. And then he brings in David Robertson, who has had a few days of rest, thankfully. I said I don't want to see him all weekend, but, I mean, hey, you know, whatever. Uh, he was able to come in and uh, very easily uh, finish out that top of the ninth inning by striking out the side. Uh, so that would be your final. So Robertson now with a 2-3-8 ERA and collects his 19th save of the season. So that would be your final. Seven to five fills. As uh, I, I love it, we're taking advantage of being the bad teams. That's what we have to do. So a much needed off day tomorrow. It seems like every Monday, seemingly in the months of September, is a day off. Uh, so we got a three-game set against the Miami Marlins, and we, of course we just saw them 6:40 the first pitch Tuesday. Belly Falter four and three, they 402 ERA. Wednesday, uh, Kyle Gibson nine and six with a 457 ERA, and Thursday Noah Syndergaard nine and nine with a 409 ERA. Uh, so, uh, at least take two out of three here. I mean, you should have swept them last time. It's his back part. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, 16 games over. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. So, guys, thanks so much for watching this video. Please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please, share in case you bell. Please like this video. Comment on this video. Share this video. Check out the social media link in the description section. At Philly's Hot Social Media. Instagram, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. At Piazza Media. Car text 267-225-3292. Email me. Philly's Hot Social Media at gmail.com. So, guys, thanks so much for watching. I'm Luke, and I'll talk to you. Let's go, Phil. See you guys.